what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is September 7th, episode 766. We got Pat, we got Mark. Will is on vacation still, taking a taking a relaxing Labor Day. But uh, I think he'll be back tomorrow, so uh, he can uh, he can scream me in. How you guys doing? I'm doing great. How I'm doing you? great, Wes. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. It's nice of you. How, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing how good. are you? I'm okay. Mark right. and I were wondering how you're doing. I'm doing okay. I'm all right. You know, could be better. Sometimes you're, you know, <laughs> if you're the only one asking and no one's asking you, maybe you're not doing great. So yeah, gonna... maybe you you're really just asking because you want us to ask you right back. How are you yeah, doing? That's Les? right. That's what I. You know, what's funny is I uh, I reached out to my uh, my therapist the other day because I wanted to play some golf, and I think that's what he's thinking. He's like, I haven't heard from that guy in forever. Why is he asking me to suddenly play golf? Oh, so, boy. Yeah, he's oh, boy. He's back. going through yeah. some stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, am I going through some stuff? Is this all subconscious? Do I really need to talk to this guy? Wait, wait. You play golf with your therapist? No, he. he we've always talked yeah, about it. Yeah, when I lose my mind. Yeah, Yeah. when I want some free advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no, <laughs> seems like there should be a boundary there, no? Oh, you God, you sound like my girlfriend. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, she's always about you. You guys are just way too. You know, I don't. I haven't seen him in a long time, but it's like, yeah, he, it, boundaries need to be set. He's not your buddy. He's your therapist. Blah, blah, wait, blah. You f- wait, you fuck your therapist? <laughs> Gotta set some boundaries there. You know me and your girlfriend have in common, Wes. What's up? Your best interest at heart. That's yes, what we have. I know. I know. I know. So what did he say? Did he take you up on your no, golf no, outing? No, no, he ducked me. He said, I'm going to New York this week. And I said, okay, well, hit me up when you get back. And then I got crickets. <laughs> <laughs> your, your therapist is ghosting you. <laughs> He's ghosting me. He knows Wes will come back to what he needs, yeah, that therapy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He knows he'll see him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's how like was when the, you How was the golf without me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You hit your weed dealer up to hang out. <laughs> and he brings weed. And then you're just like, I just want to hang out. Yeah. And then he's like, you just want free weed, man. Yeah. It's, it's it's exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a lot today, right? We got a lot of stuff to cover. A lot of news. Mm-hmm. Should we just get into it? Sure. I think so. That's why we're here, right? I think so, too. Let's do the news. Yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. All right. Uh, so we're going to do the news. And um, I like that fun fact of the day yesterday. So I found one for you guys. And it's really just for Pat. Um, so fun fact, the longest poop ever recorded was 26 feet long. Uh, in 1995, a woman in Ann Arbor, Michigan worked in conjunction with nutritionists to eat a super fiber rich diet to set a world record for the longest single turd. I don't buy it, dude. She, she successfully shit a 26 foot long turd, which happens to be the exact length of her colon. So she was all clogged up. Did she do it like over a grocery store conveyor belt? Like, how do you Hmm. get it? I hope I hope she was walking slowly. (laughs) She's She's like like slowly walking. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. (laughs) Like she would need some sort of like um, good for her. Some sort of like 
uh, decelerating ramp dragging behind her because right. the distance between your um, b-hole and the ground would I mean ultimately it would end up cutting and I imagine that was a stipulation of the of the record is to keep oh it, if it breaks yeah you're in trouble you got to restart the diet and I everything mean, 26 yeah, feet it, you you're getting real nit, you're getting real nitpicky at 26 feet <laughs> you <laughs> you know? when, like you Jesus said, was it real thin when you said she oh, worked, had to have been thin <laughs> yeah <laughs> so thin when yeah. uh, when you said she like worked hemorrhoid with shit. nutritionists, yeah. like so she worked with uh, with nutritionists on a fiber rich diet. They yeah. said, "Yeah, we're in." We're yeah, <laughs> you want to set the record? We got you. You had us at. <laughs> I want to set the. They they tested her. They were like, "How serious are you?" They're like, they gave her the, before they accepted it, they put her through it. Uh, but I guess she was serious enough that they accepted her. So that's I'm the fun fact. Check today. that fact. That's amazing. Yeah, that's. Yeah, there's a lot of poop facts. I, I went with that one. But uh, let's get into the daily observances, holidays. First of all, um, it's Rosh, Rosh Hashanah today. There so it's a two-day – that's the two-day holiday that starts sundown, September 6th, and it's the celebration for the Jewish New Year. So today, celebrating the Jewish New Year. Well, hi. Happy exactly. New Year, baby. September's a big month for Jewish holidays. They got Yom Kippur coming up in about a week or so, and like three other ones later in the month. September's yeah. their month. I always so, say Yom Kippur because um, I, I don't know. I don't know how you say it exactly, but Yom Kippur, it rolls a little better than Yom Kippur. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm horrible with pronunciations. I, it could be one or either of those. So yeah. we'll go Yom with Yom Kippur, I think it is. Yeah, my son goes to a school with a lot of Jews, and he's always getting off these holidays, which is September's great September's their month. Yeah. 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 Big month for them. <laughs> uh, right when school starts. All right, here's the other ones. Uh, today's another look unlimited day. I don't know what that means. Another look unlimited day. Okay. Uh, Google commemoration day because they need a day. Grandma Moses Day, National Acorn Squash Day. It's, it's getting close to fall. It's a little bit early for acorn squash, yeah, if you really. ask me. National Attention Deficit Disorder Awareness Day. Thank you. There mm. you go. Your day, Pat. Uh, National Beer Lovers Day. Mm. Mm. National Feel the Love Day. National Grateful Patient Day. So maybe stop asking your therapist out to golf and just be grateful you're a patient of this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> National Threatened Species Day. National Snow or Rain Day. I guess that might be like a USPS thing. What is that? Snow yeah. or rain will still be there. It is for sure. Yeah. It's, why don't we just say Postal Day? Huh? Uh, and then Salami Day today, Superhuman Day, and Telephone Tuesday, the day after Labor Day. I think that's a little shot at you're going to be busy at work today. <laughs> mm. Grateful yeah. Patient is uh, it's the aggressive converse of like Appreciate a Nurse Day. You know, yeah. like normally it's Appreciate a Nurse, but this is Grateful Patient Day. It's a little bit more aggressive because the nurse can come in and be like, it's fucking Grateful Patient Day. Did you know? Yeah, maybe wipe your own ass today in the, in the hospital type day. Yeah. I'm getting Thank arthritis her. from wiping your ass so Thank much. Thank her. Him, yeah. Mm. yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let's move on to today in history. Um, so how about this? In 1191, way back then during the Third Crusade, the Battle of Arsuf went down where Richard I of England defeated the Sultan of Egypt, Saladin, at Arsuf. So, you know. The Crusades. Okay. Yeah, third one. Everyone remembers that one, right? Uh, how about this then? Uh, on September 7th, 1630, the city of Boston, Massachusetts was founded. And then they had a tea party a little later and clam chowder fans and Irish people would flock there. And that's, you know, that's basically how it went down. 1630, Boston. And then surely everyone should know this, right? This will get the people going. On September 7th, 1812, 
the Battle of Borodino. Uh, who was the general for that? The Battle of Borino? Borodino. Borodino. I, I know it because I read ahead. It's Napoleon, but... None other than Will's favorite historical figure, Napoleon Bonaparte, who defeated Russian General Mikhail Kutuzov, uh, but at quite a cost, as it was the bloodiest of the Napoleonic era battles, with 70,000 people lost in that battle. Napoleon was just throwing his chess pieces out. He's like, shoot, shoot, yeah, we'll we'll kill some of ours, but we'll kill some of theirs type thing. Yeah, but he won. And then on September 7th, 1996, Tupac Shakur was shot six times in a drive-by in Las Vegas after a Mike Tyson fight, and he would pass away six days later. So that's mm. when he was shot, September 7th. R.I.P. Tupac. Yeah, indeed. Um, honorable mentions. We have uh, we have two. Uh, this cat here, let me find him, uh, was the ring bearer at a wedding this weekend. Check mm-hmm. him out. Yeah, check that guy out. He's in his tux, and he's zipped up in like a, a stroller, like a book bag stroller, because otherwise he would run away with those rings forever, ruining the wedding. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Very I like how they pretend that the cat did its job, but really it was just a prisoner wheeled through the wedding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's all it was. There was another cat that was like free in the back room that was laying on top of the construction and like fucking with the cat. Uh, but congratulations to Diana and Nick of somewhere in the U.S. who are cat parents and now newlyweds. Good for so you guys. That trended. Yeah. That that was that was trending on the Internet, I imagine. It's my it's my show today, Pat. Uh, yeah. So, but, you know, I, yeah. I get it. Trended trended with me. It went viral on tick, uh, Twitter. It got like a hundred and something thousand. Went likes, viral so. at my house. Yeah, I can't I tell you about it. how many times I've been in a wedding and there's been like one of these like cutesy like ring bear situations. Like a lot of them is like a baby that can barely sit up is being pulled in a wagon by like his older sister, older brother. And the, and the wagon either topples over yeah, or there's like slows down the show. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. chaos. I don't fucking could, get have that. Have you seen either. a cat? Have yeah. you seen a, no, I haven't seen, seen a cat. A cat? I've, seen, I've seen a dog that in a, in yeah. a, in a, in a, in a, um, in a, in like a wheelbarrow, a, a wagon, but never a cat. Did the I, dog ever like run away? Like no, like, the, fuck the, up? the the little girl pulled the thing up too high, and the, the old dog. It was like a like a nineteen year old dog. They just had to have in the wedding, and it like toppled over twice. And the groom's like freaking out because the dog is like just so old, and the little girl's just does the, doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. She's doing a terrible job, and the dog's <laughs> falling out of the wagon, and it's like chaos. I, it's just I mean it was great for me. Who, but. who who topples more regularly, an old dog or a baby? Babies, babies. I don't I don't get it, man. I, I like I, I get. I get like the parents walking someone down an aisle. I kind of get a flower girl, mm-hmm. but like it's not their day. You know, yeah. let's not make it about them. Let's keep it focused on the bride and the groom. Right. We got, we got to no. make it about someone's fucking niece or nephew or some, right. their stupid kid. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> it's not about that. Okay. They are cute. It keeps them occupied. It makes <laughs> them like want to not cry because they have to do a job. So but then like, you're like obligated to invite them to the fucking reception. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. things got to be PG on the dance floor, yeah. which I don't like. Yeah. It can get messy. All right. Second, honor, second and last honorable mention is, uh, Guess who wants to live forever? Hmm. Elon. Guess. Elon. Close. Not me. Bald Bezos. Uh, Jeff uh, Bezos has Bezos, a, the billionaire. Very close. He's invested in his second startup company now that uh, is like all about anti-aging and living forever. It's called Altos Labs, and um, they're they're paying their scientists a million dollars a year to do like uh, stem cell anti-aging stuff to like make people <laughs> potentially live forever. And Bezos is all in, of course. He's scary, man. He's a scary yeah, dude. 
It's not good, right? Like that's a red flag. He's he wants to be sending. He's got some more dick pics to send. He's not done yet. Um, so he's like, uh, you know, living forever. That's important. But what hair regrowth? Let's start at hair regrowth. That's a sign uh, of of anti aging. There's 100 percent chance he gets like weekly updates on how the hair transplant part is working for this company. <laughs> exactly. What if it's just a ruse for him to start rocking a toupee? It could be that. It could be. It could be. You know, you can't it's embarrassing to just go no toupee to toupee, especially in this day of social media. But if you start this foundation or company or whatever, like right. kind of well, gives you an excuse. Smoke screen. Th- this is the second company he's invested in. He invested in one in 2018 that I don't even know if is around anymore. But this company hired uh, like this Asian and I want to say Japanese scientist and they did their work already on mice and it's worked. So like they've they've like invented like anti-aging in mice and they're paying like this Asian scientist like buku bucks and anyone that works underneath him a million dollars a year to uh to to make rich people like Bezos live forever. So good I mean, luck. It's kind of like just inviting snake oil salesmen, right? Like you're like if it's just a huge window of opportunity if you're a flim flam man to get in there for a couple years make a couple million in your two years there and then say, yeah, I guess it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think we have another like kind of flim flammy story coming up later with Wes. Is that correct? Yes. I would, another, I would another say Another so. billionaire with, artist. with a grand yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's move into number three here. Um, it's our, uh, I don't, I don't want to say friend anymore. It's Ron Jeremy. Uh, turns out the infamous porn star known as the hedgehog is a total piece of shit. Uh, I felt like we had to do this one because we've talked about him before on the show, and I don't think we gave him enough uh, shit uh, before. I think we're a little too easy on him. What's going on currently in his criminal cases, he's accused of raping like 50 women. Yeah. Like not like assaulting them, but like full on rape. Here's him in June 2020. I guess it came out this week in the unsealed grand jury testimony of 21 women that Ron Jeremy had an MO that would make Ben Roethlisberger blush. Uh, he was a popular regu- regular at the Rainbow Bar and Grill on the Sunset Strip in West Hollywood, where he had permission to use the employee bathroom in the back, which was nice. Uh, he would lure women there by offering them pictures and autographs to the bar, and then he would show them the kitchen where the restaurant made its famous pizzas, and then would take them to the employee bathroom that only the only bathroom open after last call to probably lure them into pee and do drugs. And then he would stand at the door and then rape them. Uh, Mm. Oh, I've been to the rainbow room many times. Dingy establishment. Did you go to the back? No, I didn't. But this, he's like, this is like white trash, Bill Cosby, man. This is like, it was bad. You know how Bill Cosby had like a special place in a lot of people's hearts because Cosby show and kids say the darndest things. Ron Jeremy's similar in a different way, right? He was like, he was like your creepy old grandfather, but apparently that rapes. Well, everyone fell in love with him on that show, the uh, the like the rehab, like the the yeah. what he was on, like a reality celebrities show, and yeah. celebrities yeah. and celebrities. Yeah, he's like a, he's like a house. Yeah, yeah so with with uh, with uh, what's his name? Um, Vanilla Ice was yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So he was the like surreal a, life? he was like yeah surreal life. He was like a sweetheart on there, right? He's like a so he looked like he's, a nice he, guy. He's a charismatic, funny guy, yeah. but he's also a monster. Right. He's uh, a monster. Yeah. So he played. The guy, he played the date rapist in the music video for Date Rape from Sublime's uh, oh, 40 wow. Ounces to Freedom. Ooh. Do you think that, like, that changed? He, he's, he like, like, he's like, you think he's like Heath Ledger? Like, he's he, a method actor that just he, changed him? I think maybe it was like, he was like, this is so on the nose that no, that no one will then suspect me of being a date rapist. 
Yeah. Maybe. No, what he a, didn't date rape them. He just, he just didn't let them out of the door. He just raped them. Mm. Uh, con- they were conscious. Um, that was his main method, apparently. But he also showed up to some women's hotels, hotel rooms, allegedly uninvited. Like he would get information like what hotel are you staying at? And then the next day just appear at their room. And she was like, I didn't tell you what room I was at. And he's like, I have connections everywhere in this town. Uh, and he also apparently did a number of creepy things like that. But his main thing was the Rainbow Room employee bathroom. Good job, Rainbow Room. Uh, number two. Let's move on. Uh, number two is Tom Selleck. Do you guys hear anything about Tom Selleck yesterday, today? I only I saw a video of him crushing a uh, baseball uh, back yes. from back in the day. From, yes, I think that was, was it? Detroit Mr. Tigers. Yes, the, the Tigers, yeah. What was he that was, movie? He was Mr. Baseball, yeah, Mr. and he Mr. played Mr. in Japan baseball. and set a bunch of records and married a Japanese woman that was the coach's daughter, I think. Great movie. But that video came out. But also, he broke the internet on Mon- on Labor Day. Um, it proved once again that people can't be normal and that no one can get along on the internet or in life currently so much so like that Tom Selleck's handsome mustache, handsome mustached ass caused a giant meltdown on Twitter. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what happened besides that one baseball video or when it happened, but I think like high level Tom Selleck basically gave, uh, kind of like a, an interview and his answers were very conservative. And one of his answers was like, I give all of my lifelong success to Jesus Christ and stuff like that. And that started a reaction from the left where they started attacking Tom Selleck for being a Trump supporter, an NRA member, a shiller for reverse mortgages, a company he's worked for <laughs> and like done commercials for promoting reverse oh, mortgages. Yeah. He's the reverse mortgage yeah. king, him and exactly. Montel. Exactly. And a Jesus freak. And then the right attacked the left for being soulless, godless, whiny pussies. Let's take a look at the internet talking about Tom Selleck on Monday. So let's go. Uh, we'll go with the right first here. Uh, Nick Adams says the godless left is attacking Tom Selleck because he stands for everything they despise. American exceptionalism, masculinity, <laughs> conservatism, the troops, God and liberty. This is a checkmark. Yeah. Masculinity. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Exceptionalism. Yeah. And then Bridget Gabriel, another checkmark, says uh, Tom Selleck is a great conservative American and patriot. It's a uh, pathetic liberals that are attacking him for saying he owes all of his success to Jesus Christ. The left is godless. And then the left came back and said stuff like, I don't know which asshole made Tom Selleck trend, but I'm here to remind you he's still pro-gun, anti-LGBT, is shady towards strong opinionated females, and he scams seniors with reverse mortgages. Mm-hmm. And then we continue. Uh, let's go with some more left. It says, uh, Scary Larry says, the only difference between Tom Selleck and the My Pillow guy is Tom Selleck used to be attractive or used to be considered attractive. Uh, Jody NYC says, way back in the 80s, I was sitting in a completely empty airline lounge in Europe, and Tom Selleck sat down next to me i smiled and said hello he looked right through me as if i wasn't even there <laughs> i always thought that said a lot about his lack of character he got pretty personal oh, there he didn't awesome. forget that yeah, no. i've made, I've made my waiting, mind up he was waiting for Selleck the trend yeah. yeah after that tweet yeah exactly and then let's let's finish with some more from the right uh amy mech says I wonder if the spineless anti-Christian left would trash Tom Selleck if he said he owes all of his success to the prophet Muhammad instead of Jesus Christ. Oh, that's right. They would be too scared. Those who question Muhammad are harmed by Muslim supremacists and the left. So just people losing their fucking minds over Tom Selleck's things. I feel like uh, none of those tweets are accurate. Whatsoever. No, there are people just shouting at, at the at, at the internet, like what, um, publicly. I do hate masculinity, you know that. But what um, <clears throat> it intimidates me. Uh, what did he actually do, though? Because we know he's a reverse mortgage hound. Uh, I don't know. I think it like the the right is claiming that it was the fact that he 
credited Jesus Christ with giving him a, a, a good life. I think it could be that. that that could have started it. It could have been the baseball video where everyone's praising him. It could have been the reverse. It could have been anything. It just it's, it's, sometimes this happens and then it, and then it causes a, a, a crazy reaction from one side and then an equally crazy reaction from the other. And then it just spins and spins. And spins this is also right? left over. If you remember when he got in the spat with Rosie O'Donnell. Um, which was, which was, she called him famous. out. Yeah. She called him out. That was like over the NRA, I believe. And they yes. got into a big thing. So he's always been kind of like a enemy of the left ever since that. So any, they're waiting for yeah, something. They're waiting right? for yeah. something. Yes. And then the right's waiting to defend him. Yeah. So, Hey, it was great, great stuff from both sides on Labor Day. You fucking idiots. I guess they were bored. <laughs> 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 and the number one trend, not as funny, not as good. Um, the cream of the crop today is Michael Williams, the badass actor from um he became i guess w mostly well known for his incredible portrayal of omar little on hbo's the wire was found dead in his apartment at the age of 54 on labor day he also started a number of other hbo series like boardwalk empire the night of and love lovecraft country he was in a bunch of movies including inherent vice 12 years a slave gone baby gone and the road he won three emmys for best supporting actor and was constantly nominated for awards because he was just a really good fucking actor he was he was awesome uh williams was born in brooklyn his mother was from the bahamas and his father was from south carolina he received a large scar on his face that he's you know his signature uh that scar on his face after he got knifed when trying to intervene in a fight outside a bar on his 25th birthday uh, he started his entertainment career getting jobs dancing and music videos for big artists like george michaels and madonna before getting cast in his first film role as tupac shakur's brother in the 1996 film a bullet the rim? oh damn a bullet and we heard earlier that uh that later that same year tupac was shot on today's date and that is mm. today's cup of coffee uh it was brought to you by Full bore BBQ, full bore barbecue. Full bore barbecue is proof that American, the American dream is still alive when you have a superior product mixed with unstoppable work ethic. What started with a group of high school friends trying their hand at a local barbecue competition has now turned into a company that is trusted everywhere it is known to make you the star of your backyard, no doubt about it. It's also the official sponsored barbecue sauce, rub, and just barbecue company of Hard Factor. Um, they have classic flavors with that extra something that puts them over the top. They have a wall of trophies and hardware to prove it. Uh, they also have us eating it constantly to tell you it's good. Uh, over 30,000 units sold and enjoyed nationwide just in the past year. It's the best damn rubs and sauces you will ever allow to tickle your taste buds. And working with, with them, it's just one small business trying to support another. They can be found at almost 300 retail stores. Check their website for local information. Please read their story and check out their unique recipes on their website. Uh, rub it in. Follow them on Instagram at Full Bore BBQ Products for fan features and at Full Bore BBQ to see more of their work. They're offering Hard Factor listeners 10% off the entire order uh, using promo code FACTOR. So stop forcing down that sweet baby raise and support a fellow Hard Factor listener by visiting Full Bore bbqproducts.com that's full bore like a pig bbqproducts.com to order yours today and hey guys let's barbecue everything you know what I'm saying? <laughs> come on i made some chicken thighs earlier come with on. the uh with their uh like garden barn and rub thing oh my god so good mm. i used the mm. same thing actually to make chicken yeah last evening too it was fantastic um hey guys we're gonna get into the tiktok international moment here in a second but real quick, just wanted to bring you up to date, promise we would, on what's going on in the Panjshir Valley. So the Taliban has claimed uh, victory. However, uh, Mossad and uh, his followers, the um, NRF, are saying that the fight continues. So we'll keep you updated as it comes. Not too much new. 
but uh, they are continuing to fight in uh, in the Panjshir Valley. So, Good luck. They're fighting with you know they're now fighting one of the most equipped militaries in the entire world, thanks to us. So good luck to them. Yeah, good luck to them. Uh, okay, let's get into the. It's time for the TikTok International moment. Hell yeah! Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Every time, every <laughs> nice. time does it to me. All right, guys, we're going to go around the world. We're going to go around the world. Uh, First, we're going to take it um, over to Israel and then to Afghanistan again and then back to Israel. So really, we're just going to keep it in the Middle East, what I meant to say. It's going to just be in the general Middle East area. So, guys, in an absolute slap in the face to the proverb, two heads are better than one, a set of Israeli twin girls conjoined at the head were separated safely on Thursday in the first I repeat, first operation of its kind. So there you go. Yep. Uh, Guys, despite major advances in modern science in the last 250 years, the operation was performed by the guillotine. The French device is perhaps best (laughs) known for its use in B headings, but it's also extremely uh, effective in D headings, which is what Mm. this was. So um, the one-year-old girls were forced to immediately renounce their Siamese citizenship or um, tie, as it's known today. Um, when the docs were asked which twin got the brain wishbone, uh, they smiled coyly and said, I guess you'll have to keep up with the girls to find out, adding that both girls um, are expected to live completely normal lives. Whoa. So, wow. Really? Holy shit. They survived. Damn. Yep. It was a guillotine. Both of them Clean so. cut. Miracle. Back of the head. They were attached to the back of the head. I love watching this. This is the first in, in that part of the world or the first in the world? Period. Well, uh, Siamese twins, excuse me, uh, conjoined twins. It's yeah. not a proper term anymore. Conjoined twins, very rare in the first place. And then um, this is the first, I guess, where they were conjoined at the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And there was the ability to actually separate them. Because they had guillotine. two separate brains, right? Okay. Yes. Uh, enough with the guillotine talk. You we guys remember it. Those, we know uh, it wasn't guillotine. Come on. You guys remember those like real famous uh, conjoined twins that were at the head and they're like, they're like the, they're, I guess they're the girls, the girls. Yeah. Yeah. And they're talking about like dating and like, you know, like, like Mm. the one is just, the one is clearly just does, has to do whatever the the, the main one wants to do. So it was always very interesting. Man, there was a set of conjoined twins. um, They were Chinese Mm -hmm. in the 1800s and they came to the United States as part of like a it's terrible. It's part of like a circus. Yeah. Um, but then they ended up settling in North Carolina and uh, marrying two sisters. And they mm-hmm. had like a yeah. situation where one would go into like a, a sleep or like coma-like state during his brother's um, special time with his brother's wife. Yeah, sure you would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember that Fairly Brothers movie with the conjoined twins? It was stuck on Matt- you. Yeah. What mm. were they thinking? What were they thinking with that movie? What do you mean? It was terrible. It's it was, a recipe it was for also, comedic success, it was also bro. Risk, it was too risky and it's terrible. It's the ultimate it just, buddy comedy. Yeah. There's not enough of them to be offended. You know, it's not like... It's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I, I think that's what they're well, going to have all 10 of them on their asses. Yeah. I might have offended two <laughs> listeners today calling them Siamese. Okay, yeah. guys. Um, classes. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Let me, let me get it together. Reset. <laughs> Got to get it together here, guys. Uh, classes at the Af- Ava- classes at the Avicenna University in Kabul, Afghanistan, resumed this week under the new Taliban government, and things they were a little different. A curtain- Where's Becky? Yes, 
<laughs> She's not coming back. She's, a, yeah. a curtain hung down the middle of college classrooms across the entire country, as well as the Avicenna University in Kabul, dividing male and female students. Oh, boy. Yep. That's so. step one. I can't believe they're even in the building. I can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe the place is open. Pretty surprised, guys. The purpose of the sheet, um, which was described in a crayon-scrawled memo sent via Pigeon from Taliban's Minister of Education <laughs> and Book Burning, read, The sheet is a courtesy for the male students so they aren't distracted by the beheadings of the female students when they give incorrect answers. Got him. That's on one today. <laughs> Same guillotine, huh? <laughs> a lot of guillotine stories in the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> The move was met with widespread criticism across the internet. However, early reports indicate that the average GPAs of the students are up an entire point. So. <laughs> they just put the curtain up, and all of a sudden, all the women just disappear because the <laughs> Taliban takes them. Like, where'd they go? Uh, <laughs> the curtain. Don't look on the other side of the curtain. <laughs> yeah, they'll want to show you a magic trick. I will make all the women disappear. It's ridiculous. They can't be learning the same thing, right? Like, there's like. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's kind of different in each, um, city, in each university. Like a lot of people didn't go back to school. Honestly, it, it's a fucking, it's a farce anyway. The it, guys it, are learning mm. something and then the girls are learning how to like, you know, cook, cook meals, be home for the guys, stuff like that. Mm. Not be out in public. Stay like, there's just playing house. It shoes. feels a lot like a presser again, that the Taliban's trying to do so much yeah. like press yeah. shit. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, and finally guys, let's take it back to, uh, to Israel. Um, here's some good news. If you're a terrorist, six Palestinian prisoners, all terrorists escaped a prison in northern uh, Israel on Monday morning in an incident that the prison is qual calling, quote, totally very rare. So, uh, yeah, a day before the breakout, the most senior prisoner of the group, uh, Zakara Zadubi, requested a transfer into the cell where the five other prisoners were located, to which prison officials obliged, saying, yeah, totally. Uh, the escape has launched we have a, a big game of cards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll move you right over, bud. It's no problem. Why didn't you ask earlier? The escape has launched a nationwide manhunt, and there's a lot of people asking, how did this happen? And that question is not rhetorical. Uh, there's an answer, and the answer is the blueprint of the Gilboa prison was available online on the website of the architectural firm that designed the jail. Nice. Cool. cool. Nice. So. Okay. That's easy, to plan, easy to plan an escape, but that. Right. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Major beef there. Come on. And they beheaded all the guards. <laughs> yeah. With the guillotine. <laughs> Man, we got six terrorists on the loose. Yeah. Um, Pretty yeah, a lot more than that. <laughs> mm, well, I agree. Um, guys, let's talk about our partner today, Paint Your Life. Uh, gift season's coming up. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna let me. Wes wrote a little uh, copy yep. here. Let me, let me read Wes's. We hey, guys and gals, uh, you want to wow someone? I mean, really wow them with an original and thoughtful gift? Then you need to try PaintYourLife.com. If you were like me. Uh, one of the only ways to show your love is with gift giving or acts of service. You know, I'm not saying any words of affirmation. That's for pansies. No, I show my love with material gifts. And let me tell you something. A painting is as good as it gets for someone like me. When I heard that paintyourlife.com or when I heard that at paintyourlife.com, uh, I thought, 
what a great idea. It must be so expensive. But guess what? Turns out paintings are incredibly affordable and uh, really the deal of the century. So you might want to get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price right over there at paintyourlife.com. It's quick and easy. And you can get a hand-painted portrait about three weeks. It's meaningful, personal, can be cherished forever. And uh, my favorite gift is the painting my lady got me, which is the one where I'm shirtless <laughs> holding a chihuahua. Right? Ah, that would have given it away. That's yeah. the one? Yeah. Paintyourlife.com is no risk. Seriously, guys, it's an awesome gift. Uh, there's a bunch of gift-giving seasons coming up. Get on it right now. It comes with free shipping, which is friggin' insane. And uh, you can get 20% uh, off your first painting. Uh, if you use our code, and here's how you do it. You text the word FACTOR, F-A-C-T-O-R, to 64,000. That's text FACTOR to 64,000. Get 20% off and free shipping. Uh, I promise your mother, grandmother, girlfriend, fraternity house, sorority house, or wherever you hang are going to get a kick out of it uh, and love it. So celebrate the moments that matter most. Uh, terms and conditions apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text the word FACTOR to 64,000, 64,000. Yeah, I mean, short of like an actual organ, it's like the best gift you can get mm -hmm. in a family member. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Um, all right, one more sponsor to talk about. It's Caliper CBD, longtime sponsor. And you know why it's a longtime sponsor? Because a lot of our fans order it and love it. So they keep coming back to us because they know that it works and we know that it works, and our fans know that it works. Um, and that's why they, they, you know, they continue to be our great sponsor. You want some help with uh, you know, stress, um, pain, soreness, getting to sleep, Caliper CBD is perfect. Um, I used it to, to help me with sleep, put a little in my tea before bed, and boom, out. It's, uh, it's amazing. And it's THC-free, so you know, no guilt about you know, feeling like uh, you're, you're going to get high. It doesn't get you high. Um, you can you can be fully functional. Go to you know do your work um, and just have a productive productive day. Uh, just you know just feel a little more relaxed. Um, I was skeptical of, of CBD, but um, you know I tried it and it actually does work. And it really has uh, has uh, it can really change your life. So I would really suggest giving it a try. Um, it's the only clinically proven fast acting CBD. It delivers thirty times more CBD in the first thirty minutes versus CBD oil, and uh, you get all the benefits of CBD in just ten minutes. Some oils can take an hour to absorb. You want this stuff to work immediately, and it does. It's developed by food science experts with decades of experience, rigorously tested for purity and quality, and it comes in convenient, easy to use packs. I think Mark said he ordered a new one, um, like a let yeah. It's like the lemon. It's kind of like the fast acting ones that Will got, where you mm -hmm. can like just yeah. shoot them or put them. But they have a new lemon flavor. Yeah, delicious. Nice. And then I got the classic, of course. Guys, come on, make a little lemonade. Um, yeah. Twenty milligrams each packet. Like I said, THC free, no high, all natural, vegan, non-GMO. Um, mixes easily with any food or drink. Try it. You'll love it. Get 20% off your first order when you use promo code FACTOR at TryCaliper.com slash FACTOR. You can try Caliper CBD risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, they'll give you a full refund. That's TryCaliper.com slash FACTOR. Don't forget promo code FACTOR for 20% off your first order. Um, all right, guys. Last story of the day. Uh, you guys have all heard of Dubai, right? You guys you guys know what Dubai is, right? It's the metropolis. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's the metropolis that just pretty much sprouted out of the desert in a matter of decades in the in the United Arab Emirates and has become a playground for the world's wealthiest people and celebrities. Um, well, wait until you get a load of Tolosa, the vision of billionaire and former Walmart executive Mark Lore. So Mark is the latest Walmart's version of 
Dubai. Yeah, I don't know if it's 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 not quite Walmart. Yeah, but it's right. it's gonna be something. Uh, Mark is the latest billionaire to throw his name in the hat of billionaires with grand ideas and too much money, and has unveiled his plans for Tolosa, which is essentially a sustainable utopia in the middle of the fucking desert. Um, from the CNN article, the ambitious 150,000 acre proposal promises eco friendly architecture, sustainable energy production, and a uh, purportedly drought-resistant water system. A so-called 15-minute city design will allow residents to access their workplaces, schools, and amenities within a quarter-hour commute of their homes. Okay? Um, and I'm going to play you a video from the Tolosa website. And this guy's serious. Like, he's he's ready to get this thing going. You said drought-resistant? Um, yeah. Well, uh, drought-resistant drought water system. This is going to piss... Uh, Northern California off if this con- if this new city can just create rain out of the fucking sky. Yeah. Um, so here's the uh, video. Telos means the highest purpose. It was a term coined by Aristotle. It's about individuals in society coming together to reach their fullest potential. What we're trying to do is combine sort of the best of different cities in the world and bring it together. So if you think about Telosa being as vibrant and diverse as a New York City, combined with efficiency, safety, and cleanliness of a city like Tokyo, combined with the social services, the sustainability, and man. the governance model mm-hmm. of a city like Stockholm. We are going to be the most open, the most fair, and the most inclusive city in the world. We're taking a stab at what we call equitism here. What if you can pay the same taxes that you pay today, but get the best social services of any country in the world? That's equitism. I'm yeah. in. Sounds pretty this good, guy- huh? Sounds like this guy's trying to build the. He's like the guy from The Simpsons. What is it called? The monorail. This guy's full of <laughs> he shit. He literally had a yeah. time lapse of Burning Man get it getting put up. <laughs> yeah. This guy has no plan and mm-hmm. no intentions of building a city. Where's he going to put take this your magic money and run city that um, sounds impossible to build? So he's already hired a fucking architecture firm in the air. Yeah, yep. in the they're looking. <laughs> is at... Acon involved? Yeah. No, no. They're, it's going to. So in order to get this thing off the ground, all he needs is four hundred billion dollars. Um, in a location, which he's already apparently scouting uh, Utah, Nevada, Texas, Idaho, Arizona, or the Appalachian region. Um, I would suggest against the Appalachian region. Um, oh, Mark he's asking for $400 billion. Yeah. Um, so he's already hired the architecture firm, the uh, Bajarkel Ingalls Group, which is just the name of a guy, or BIG for short. And it's uh, looking like he's going to – he's serious about it. He, uh, quote, the first phase of construction, which would accommodate 50,000 residents across across 1,500 acres – comes with an estimated $25 billion price tag, and the whole project would be expected to be $400 billion, with the city reaching its target population of $5 million within 40 years. Bullshit. Yeah. Yep. This was the fire Festival times a million. Yeah. That's all Agreed. this is. Yeah. This is bullshit. It's also crazy. Thinking about the fire Festival, let's talk about that for a second. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the things that went wrong at the fire Festival were the the – the plan was way too ambitious or, or what they wanted to deliver was way too ambitious. That guy, Billy, okay. it would have taken him two years probably of development of infrastructure. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, most importantly, what he was essentially doing is saying, let's take a music festival, right? We, we've talked about Bonner on the show where camping is acceptable, right? To normal humans, camping is acceptable. Mm-hmm. And let's expect our audience who are selling an uber, uber VIP experience to be generally okay with camping, which they never will be. You can't take people who are used to the finest fucking things in life and bring them into a situation where it's not perfect because they're the biggest complainers. It's it's that's what that's the same fucking issue this guy's going to run into if in fact he's not just running some sort of gigantic scam. 
It sounds like he's running a scam. He's like, all I, all we need is a little belief. Right, exactly. Uh, if everyone just believes a little bit. And it's then like, $400 billion, too. It, uh, if you've ever waited tables, it's like bringing the most difficult customers that you've had in your career all together for one night at a dinner service. That's what, he knows that's what he's doing. He knows it's not going to work. I, I, have an, I have an alternate theory. One is he's trying to take the money and run. Go on, take the money and run. But potentially, he's, he's auditioning for a role as Elon Musk's city planner on Mars. That's mm. the, that's the alternate there. Like he knows this isn't going to work like that well, but if he proves that he almost got it to Elon or he had the system in place, Elon might hire him as a city planner on Mars. I don't know. The um the architect said that they want to like take like the uh you know social and environmental aspects and care of Scandinavian culture and then the freedom and opportunity of America. So He's just this place is going to need like the world's largest walls around it. If yeah. he even gets we're going to have the, the hottest women. Right. We're going to have the best rules. Yeah, it doesn't work. I mean, no. the, 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 people always say that like, oh, yeah, man, we want to look at what Scandinavia does. That's culturally built over generations right. and generations and generations. You can't fucking do it. There, right. There's a there's a city in California called California City. You should read about it. Some guy tried to do this. Guess what? It was a fucking scam. It never works. It's always a scam or it doesn't work. Dude, this guy was the uh, as like an executive at Walmart. Right. He understands what human beings do when they get inside of the location. <laughs> yeah. This isn't going to work. No. They fuck shit up. Yeah. It, it's going <laughs> to end up going to work. It's going to end up being like a little Reno or like a Vegas where like it's like a super nice resort that rich people can go to. But no one is going to live together in this utopia where everyone's equal. There's no class. Oh, the politics yeah. are going to be oh. perfect and everyone's going to be so happy and the healthcare is going to be perfect. Yeah, the weather's going to be perfect and purpose when but, you're bringing in when, when you need a certain level of cash, right, mm -hmm. to, to come into this community right and and what did it take to get to that level of cash right, right. you're used to a fucking certain culture mm -hmm. you're just gonna abandon that and find find a common <laughs> ground with your fellow man yeah. in this yeah, fucking yeah, this, fake right. city exactly this weird ass city is more my speed um what are they gonna kick people out if they have to act up like because it seems gonna like it's people, gonna be perfect right? he's gonna have to bust the workers in from outside the city oh yeah because he can't live with the same people that they're serving because that just then, that right there die. just doesn't work yeah. gonna, so many workers gonna die in the yeah. In the fucking middle of the desert heat, putting yeah. this utopia together. You're waiting for <laughs> your maid as you drive by on your bicycle, being like, hey, just, have a nice day. Yeah. Just like every time you drive by the highway, and there's like little flowers everywhere. There's like flowers <laughs> and shoes over top, of, shoes with the shoelaces tied over top everywhere because 10,000 yeah. workers are going to die. Yeah. 100,000 workers are going to die putting this thing together. 100%. Yeah. Look, look yeah. all you have to do is go into a fucking porta john man just shut the door in a porta john and look around and look at the inside of that fucking porta john that's what's <laughs> going to happen to your fucking city dude yeah the, the closest insane. the closest thing that's happened i guess is the villages right in some respects but like the yeah. common ground there is they're all gonna die right right <laughs> right yeah, they're all they on the way they don't the, care and they don't have to out. work no they don't yeah. have to work exactly yeah it's, people are gonna have to work in tolosa yeah jesus yeah. christ yeah. well okay so Walmart has Bentonville, right? Do you guys know about Bentonville, Arkansas? Mm -mm. No. So it, it's where Walmart is headquartered, and they have this town. It's like a picturesque town. And Walmart, in this middle of Arkansas town, brings in like a fucking Michelin chef, right? Like in the okay, town yeah, square, yeah. there's like higher end shit than you'd ever fucking find. And they try to do it. But there's also this sense from people I've talked to that live in Bentonville. There's also this sense of like... Don't fuck up. Like, like you can't be walking around Bentonville ripping a heater straight up. Just can't right. be. There's no smoking cigs in Bentonville because someone's gonna be like, oh, you're smoking. Oh, you work at the firm. 
and this is a firm town. This is a company town. Remember that? Remember what happened with company towns yes. in the uh, the turn of the century? People, they were giving out fucking uh, fake notes for currency. It wasn't even wasn't even money, mm-hmm. and you could only spend it at the town store, at the company store. Mm-hmm. It's like a horror movie. The level of judgment. If you go into Tolosa oh, and yeah. your ripping heaters are acting up, you get a little too drunk in Tolosa. It's like uh, the town, the townspeople that that think they belong there, and you don't. They might like murder you, They'll stone like, you. They'll kill you in Tolosa, dude. Yeah. Just wait. Like, to some some angry parent literally like barged into a fucking principal's office in Arizona with zip ties over a mask mandate. <laughs> yeah. You wait till people people start raising kids in Tolosa. You oh. wait and you see how fucking utopian your fucking area is. Equitarianism was what he called it. More like judgmental yeah. judgmentalism. Like you, oh, yeah. anyone that thinks everyone that would go to Tolosa thinks that they deserve it more than everyone else, even in Tolosa. And it would be a fucking shit show. Yes. It would be a nightmare. It's an experiment on, uh, you know, just watch it. It's going to fail. I I hope it happens. Yeah. You know, what's going to happen in Tolosa is Mm -hmm. they're going to try to do it without police. And then it's going to be DUI fucking central, bro. I'll tell you that much. Cause it's gonna be a bunch of rich people with little responsibility getting hammered drunk and driving around their utopian place. And then it's going to be like that fucking diplomat, that Russian diplomat that was hammered drunk and murdered that person in D.C. in the late 90s. And they're like, sorry, man, I'm a diplomat. Not much you can do about it. And they're gonna be like, fuck, we need police. Then the police are going to come and it's not going to be Tolosa anymore, man. Right. No, they need as many police as they do citizens in Tolosa. But you know they're going to start without gonna the be, police. It's right. never going to be Tolosa because no. it's, it's a fucking fantasy. The firemen right. of Tolosa? Who's going to be the fucking yeah. firemen of Tolosa? <laughs> exactly. who, let this guy, yeah. who let this guy put together a, a commercial? He hired oh. a firm, Mark. You should see How, the website yeah. he's got up. It's amazing. I'm I mean, sure it's great. Who hasn't don't. told him this is who? Does he not trust anyone or is all yes men? Does, is there no, no one close it's, to him? It's, it's the guy. It's this bajarkal Ingalls group that is the, the architect that is really the mastermind behind stealing They're this guy's money. Up. They're pumping him up. Yeah. They've already done stuff in, in Japan. They've done stuff mm. other places. And he just wants to do it on like a 10 times grander scale. So this is just another another big grab for them. And then yeah. Do oh, it yeah. Again for sure. Else. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're, this is their last project they ever need to do. What yeah, makes exactly. America <laughs> a wonderful place? Yeah. Right. Also makes this impossible. Exactly. Unfortunately. Exactly. No, you can't do this in America. Never, this is, never work. This is literally quite literally Hive Island on a scale of of about 100,000. OK, so and but yeah. dude, there be Hive, a common... Island's, Hive Island's like 75 to 150 people on a little island. This is right. five million people. Oh, dude, I guess this stressed, is five million people. I get stressed when I think about my compound that I've eventually got yeah. to build and I get stressed about you two. I, I was think, thinking about how we're <laughs> all going to get you along. You add a single mm-hmm. more person. Every single human being you add is is more stress. Five million people in a utopia. That ain't going to work. No. Now, Hive Island is just going to be look. It's going to become as you come as you come as you are. Leave as you please. Seasonal, probably. You're, uh, yeah, it's like yeah. you stay for a couple months. You leave for a couple months. Chip into the community <laughs> pot. Yeah. Barbecue every evening. Yes. Uh, and then yeah, you know we'll put Full together barbecue. But it's going to be like a Noah's Ark, right? We're going to have one of everyone and everyone's going to have a function, a function, an actual right. purpose there. And you're going to have to you're going to have to pull your weight at Hive Island. It's not going to be just a party unlike fucking. Yeah. You know, the cocaine's going to be great in Tolosa. Though. Oh, it'll be amazing. Yeah. You think you think that cocaine's going to be good in Tolosa? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, that's the um, draw. The other thing they said they were going to do is um, is uh, it's going <laughs> to wait till someone's dog shits on someone else's lawn in Tolosa. Oh, oh. murder. 
Yeah, they're, they say they're going to let uh, residents participate in the like the the budgeting process, and uh, they'll have like a community endowment where uh, residents will have a like, shared ownership of the land. It's just it's such a fucking yeah, it's a it's, giant it's PTA meeting or a right. giant council meeting of a right. city. Like you can't that, those don't work. No. The, like it does work. It does work when there's a um, sexually enigmatic cult leader at, at the center. Exactly. Sure. That's exactly. that's when it does work, and yes. that that will develop in Tolosa. But they can't do that to five million people. No cults ever gotten five million people. You get a Wilt Chamberlain in there, level cult. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. this, guy's, this guy's out of his mind. Yeah. So. The ego the ego on this guy. Yeah, he's got it. Unbelievable. He's I'm gonna start pumping it though, just so I can get into some of the Tolosa um like message boards and communities. They they accept everyone, Pat. That's what he said. <laughs> That's not true. Not to mention yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you were saying, the first people that get there, they own Tolosa. Everyone else after that is just scum. Oh, they hate them. Yeah. With yeah. a passion. Yeah. 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 So if you want what's to- the worst, what's the worst we can get away with on these people? <laughs> yeah. The garbage men of can Tolosa. We bro. Them a little bit? Right. Do you know what it's gonna be? Is outside, outside of fucking Tolosa is gonna be the slums of Tolosa, bro. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah. Yes. It's, yes. Of course. it's gonna be like hierarchies. That's like where the maids live, yeah. Key West has a conch system. If you're born there, you're conch. If you've been there for 20 years, mm-hmm. you're half conch. That's key fucking west. Yeah. They're like that's like uh, you yeah. know, you get drunk, trashy. That's where Jimmy Buffett's from. And they have like, come yeah. on. Yeah. The, Tolosa, if you move to Tolosa. In the second batch, you're yeah. chopped liver. You're chopped liver, yeah. Um, but if you want to check out uh, the website, it's uh, cityoftolosa.com. That's T E L O S A. Dude, um, just dude. wait till someone starts fucking peddling herbal life in Tolosa. Just wait, because <laughs> yeah. it's going to happen. It'll probably be sure like, Are we sure it's not a joke from the beginning? Was there like an anagram or something with Tolosa? Like, fuck you. It does like, sound you, a little this bit. This is like loser, like you're, you, you, you schmuck or something. No, Tolosa yeah. is from the is Greek from a word. movie or something? It's for, Tolosa is from the Greek word telos, uh, which mm-hmm. is in. Uh, it, he was a con man. Higher purpose. Aristotle. It does sound like a shitty movie plot mark where we shouldn't, like like yeah. Nilbog in. in, uh, yeah. in um, Solid and green or whatever, like his <laughs> mill bug and troll, troll too. Yeah, troll yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> mill, the ger- good old fashioned German meak over here. Mill goblin. The movie was called Troll, not Goblin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah anyway. I think we're getting had. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, all right, that's gonna do it for Hard Factor. Thank you for listening. Uh, leave us a voicemail. We got those coming up, and a five star review five one two two seven zero fourteen eighty. Or um, <laughs> I uh, know we'll build it in the desert. Yeah. In the middle of the desert. <laughs> in in Nevada, it won't turn into a giant casino eventually. Why uh, hasn't right. anyone already, built that twice? Right. Anyone built yeah. here before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They already did this. <laughs> the whores will come in eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Ruin Ten years to wildfires, man. <laughs> Just, but but don't be degenerates though right, just yeah. be like perfect humans oh right. my god be sustainable um and then send a voice memo to hard factor voicemail at gmail.com check out some merch we got fat boy fall um merch coming out by the first day of fall so be on lookout for that but most importantly have a great fucking day see you later yeah